0: Hello and welcome to Blaze Party. It's Monday, the twenty-second of November. My name is Ben. I am joined, as always, by Andrew. How's it going, Paul?
1: I'm all right, mate. How are you?
0: I'm good, thank you. It's a beautiful winter's day, and the Blaze yeah. didn't lose. That's that's yeah. something. We were very, um, you know, on the when we were previewing this game last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think both of us were kind of in the camp of don't really see how we're going to win this game, to be honest. I think Coventry just yeah. better at a lot of things than uh, than we are. But we didn't lose. What, um, <laughs> if you could sum up that game in a,
1: a single word or a single sentence, what would you give you up? You, you put him into a corner. Yeah? I think there's only one word I can say, and it's boring or dull. It, it, <laughs> it was pretty boring, wasn't it? Um, it was just sort of not. Like I just said to you before we started, I've not watched the highlights back for this one. That's the first time I've not done that even in defeats because mm. I don't feel like there's anything I need to remember if if that <laughs> makes sense. Like sort of everything that that happened was probably takes up about a minute and a half like so I'm I'm yeah it's really dull terrible kick off time you know so yeah I've I've, I've had better Saturday afternoons. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, I suppose so. Um so, yeah, hi, we, this is going to be quite quick, because we've already previewed um, Reading, which is tomorrow night, so if you yeah. want to hear uh, what to expect from Reading, go back and listen to the last episode. I think it's... If you check the description, I'll put the timestamp of where you need to skip to, so you don't even need to listen to the whole thing, if you just want to watch. Professionalism. That's yeah, so <laughs> me all over. Um, so, one of my opening gambits for this, I was going to say, did you watch the three-minute highlights? Because, I and I strongly recommend that you do, because... Not oh, really. Yeah. Two minutes of them, are free kicks getting headed away, crosses getting kicked yeah. away, corners. So this going is how to I remember things. Off.
1: This is why. Obviously, one of the reasons as well is we obviously we met up for a couple of pints after the game, and they were showing you the highlights in the pub, and I think I saw them there. There were nothing going on there, so well, I don't really need to see these again, to be honest.
0: No. So, they... but there is some interesting things I think we can pull out of this. Yeah. Uh, let's let's start with the the team and the shape, which did. Mm. see a change we well actually there's, there's loads of stuff we can talk about team-wise I think uh, yeah. and definitely a couple of individuals that we'll we'll spend a bit of time on but uh, a return to the back three and uh and, and a return to some boredom to be honest I don't know how I don't know if this is uh if you can completely correlate these two things but our first five games of the season or the ones I saw were pretty boring and we did pretty mm. much nothing in all yep. of them and we go back to a back three and Hey, look, we were defensively solid. The you know Coventry really didn't have a proper chance in the whole game. I think you know they kind of resorted no. to pretty pretty limp shots from outside the box that uh, Fodringham did a good job of. And we mentioned we'll talk about him uh, a yeah. bit more later on, I suppose. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, you know, on on the one hand, tick, we we stopped conceding dreadful goals and exposing exposing the goalkeeper, I suppose. But on the other hand. Just nothing happened for sixty-five minutes yeah. or so in this game.
1: It, this is it. I think. I. I mean, I've seen some people say that the, the formation. This is shows why we should play this formation because you know we look more solid in the play. I disagree. I think we. I think we were better against Blackpool, definitely, but mm. we obviously succumbed to a, a well, poor bit of defending, but a sucker punch, possibly. I thought. Yeah, I don't think the three-five-two did anything in, a, in an attacking sense, and I'm not even sure how much coventry wanted to win it as well i think i don't think you can take that away from I and mean, then i thought they started really aggressive coventry and then they, they did tire out in those last 20 minutes i'm not really sure what they were playing at, to I and they, mm-hmm. they they took two of the better players off and and they just seemed to go to pot so i, d- I don't want to get too carried away with the clean sheet either in that sense because we probably conceded as many chances in this game as we did against Blackpool. It's just that Blackpool scored. And Millwall, to be fair. <laughs> and Millwall. Yeah, exactly, yeah. So I don't think we'd like looked that much better. But I don't know. For me, this, I've, I've said it before, this three five two thing mm. is like the answer to everything. I just don't think, I hope I'm wrong because it'd be easy to say, oh, all we need is a quick formation change and everything's going to uh, go back to be okay. But... I don't think it is and I think we saw the limitations of the 352 um again on Saturday where Basham Blessing is getting forward as much as he can and the movement was so there was just nobody moving around it was so slow Davis got forward a few times but it was poor on the ball Davis in this particular match um, but there were no overlaps down the wings there were no sort of nothing really happened and it was the the worst of the 352 I think the 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 last season of wilder 352 is what i felt i mean i suppose the the one plus side is that it
0: it was some uh, at least this is how i kind of saw it uh it was something a little bit closer to the championship version of the 352 it had mm-hmm. either either Gibbs white or Njai behind sharp i couldn't To be honest, I mean, and Jai came off at half time because he'd just not been in the game at all. I couldn't tell you whether he was playing like attacking midfield or a sort of actual striker.
1: This is another thing. It wasn't really a 3 5 2, I didn't think. It was more more like a 3 6 1, I thought, or a a (laughs) 3
0: 4 3
1: or something like that. Yeah, Yeah,
0: 3 4 1 2 or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. yeah, Well, the the point is there was only two central midfielders, not three central midfielders, as we saw in the Premier League. Yeah. so I've I've got many many strands I want to jump to here. I'm hoping I remember them all. But let's uh, I mean let's start with this. When I saw, I don't I hate doing this because I, I feel like it's almost a, a a meme on Twitter. Right? Any any team, any football club posts the official team lineup on Twitter. Check the replies. They're all, oh, my God, what is this? This is disgraceful. Every every club. Every, every club. club.
1: Unless you're on a really good run. Where even then, think, yeah, where is, the where the is player yeah. X
0: and Y? I can't believe he's picked him over whoever. But I saw this team on Saturday and I had my head in my hands. I could not... Oh, God. I mean, it's just a shocker. Like, what is this team? And I think the bench, the bench really rammed it home. I didn't even get to the bench until further on. I was like... What are these play- like? There's sort of four players on the bench I never want to see play for us again. Yeah.
1: The the bench is like I think obviously we were going at matches with these. The first thing that it stuck out to him with the bench rather than the team because you're looking at that bench going, oh my god. <laughs> so Brewster uh, on the bench after um... I was quite surprised at this because although yeah. I don't think he was very good against Blackburn, obviously getting that first goal maybe because he played for England. I'm not sure. Maybe.
0: Give, uh, give benefit of the doubt, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. Oli Burke, forget it. Luke Freeman has been injured for ages, but is surely on his way out. Yeah, McGoldrick, yeah. fine. Jack Robinson, mm, but we don't seem to have any other defenders at the club. They're not in them. Davis, by the way. Uh, is he not still injured? Oh, he's been training now, hasn't he? I thought he was training again, but yeah. Maybe they just didn't want to pick another left wing back, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, Verips obviously returning, and, uh, yeah, Ben Osborne. There's not many options there, is it? It's not, It's not. not. It wasn't um, surprising to me that we only made two substitutions. I, I'm about
1: to mention this because I saw a couple of people, uh, I think it was on Twitter or maybe STM, saying, why did we only make two substitutions? And I'm like, oh, did you see the bench? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. like, we should have put Brewster on for the last couple of minutes. I don't think it would have made a blind bit of difference.
0: No, <laughs> I'm almost certain it wouldn't have done. To be honest, uh, and yeah, then you know, then you're getting into Burke or uh,
1: Luke Freeman, like yeah, yeah. And this is a team sitting so deep, and you know, Brewster and Burke are not going to do anything against someone like that. The only option that you could have made on paper, I suppose, is maybe Luke Freeman for a little bit more creativity because Fleck had another awful game, but at the same time, you know, he's not done anything, so yeah.
0: Indeed. Uh, so the other thing I wanted to mention was, so I, I wasn't at Blackburn, <laughs> you obviously were, and um, by all accounts, it was a, a total disaster of yeah. a performance. But this is this is one of the, this Coventry game, one of the first times this season that I thought we looked poorly coached in a lot of aspects. Yeah. You know, stuff where it's just like, a- any team worth its salt at this level or pretty much any other level is doing a couple of things better than what we are doing in this game. Mm. I mean, I'm sure everyone sort of lost their minds a little bit the, the throw-ins in this game. I mean, it's, it's so slow. They're it's just bizarre. no moment. Like, what you? I don't understand. You, how can you not do that to a moderately decent level? Like, where? Yeah. Why don't we know where we're supposed to be? Why does it take so long to get in position? And then, yeah. Just stuff like, I mean, I'll, I'll pick on Bogle here because I want him to play, and I think in a. In a 3-5-2, I think he yeah,
1: is. Yeah, we're excited to see him in this 3-5-2, and I don't
0: think he delivered at all, personally, Bob. No, and he's, you know, it's, I, I don't understand how he, how, and he's certainly not alone in this, but some of his positioning, his movement, his decision-making, just all over the place. Stevens was another one. I like, Davis got the ball in the first half. Mm. I think it came off Stevens. He, like, passed it back to Davis, and then he's just stood there. You know, there's... There's sort of ten, fifteen yards of space in front of Stevens. Yeah. Like just run into it and then Davies can give it you back and these players are better than that or they should be better than that. And so yeah, it was it was quite alarming to be honest, because I think we were quite respectful of Coventry in advance. I don't yeah. I think at the same
1: time we said they're no great shakes, you know, they're not they're No, not... I think I mean just based on that one performance, which you can't do. I think they'll probably finish about 10th or 11th or something like that, which will be a good season for them, given where they've come from the last few seasons and all the turmoil there. So that's not a... You know, I'm not having a go at them for that. Because with the... I mean, I think by the sounds of it, their first 11 is really good. And then there's very little... Which we saw with the subs, I suppose. Yeah, I
0: guess uh, Very
1: little in reserve. And I thought they were just a a standard championship side. And again, that's not an insult to them. I think they they closed down really well in that first half. Didn't give us a sniff. Little... um, clever foul shall we say when we were breaking and stuff like that fairly solid didn't have much to do good point you know I I, I can't fault them but it, I just think it it shines a light on how poor this division is I, I've never seen the championship this week and I'm going back to, to sort of up days here
0: yeah and uh we you know on on paper you can say well we just got a, a deserved draw at home to um to the team that was fourth in the league. I think on the mm. on the overall balance of the game you can say it was a deserved draw because we
1: we did end up having the better chances and more shots yeah. towards the end of the game. I thought but, they were better team first half. I thought yeah. the, the second half basically nothing happened until the last twenty minutes where we, we did dominate in that last twenty minutes. But maybe not dominate, but we were certainly the better side.
0: Yeah, and the the problem is, and this is where I'll come back to the, the poorly coached stuff. And we've kind of said this before about how we haven't really seen as like rally late in games, particularly, you know, in terms of like putting teams under loads of pressure. Well, we did put teams under, I would say, sorry, put this team under a a fair amount of pressure in the last 20 minutes. But I don't think that was because of anything we did. I think it's because of something Coventry did.
1: I This is my theory of this as well, because people are saying, yeah, we, we pushed on... Obviously, getting the view from and stuff like that, the Coventry fans all think that Robbins' subs were just bizarre, basically, and it massively, I think they went for the win, I think they actually went for the win, and it it just totally lost the shape, basically, Uh, and then in the end, they were like, sort of, I won't say hanging on, but you know what I mean, they they were, we were having the better chances, but yeah, I think that one more to do with Coventry, I have to admit.
0: Yeah, so they took off. Uh, they took off a midfielder, uh, Sheaf, I think it was yeah. for Godden, a striker. So they they removed the man from midfield. They also took off Yukarech, which, um, you know, as the top scorer for them yeah. and uh, I think assist leader for them as well. Quite happy to see him go off, to be honest. I yeah. don't, he didn't have a like a you know barnstorming game or anything, but the record's there to speak for itself, in it, of how good he's been all season? And yeah, yeah like- suddenly. That midfield two, who had been dreadful
1: for the yeah. first hour I and think a bit. that was one of the worst performances of a two. Maybe not individually, but as a two, it was just... They offered nothing. They were weak, slow. And then, as you said, the final 20 minutes they came to life.
0: So, let, let's talk Hurrahan here, because I was just completely done after about an hour of him just... <laughs> just. Oh, is it done in terms of, like, this? this guy... There's no redemption arc for this player. Like, just it, it's time for him to not be playing for us. Yeah. Um, I mean, just a, a masterclass of terribleness. I thought for the. First I'm not hour.
1: sure. I think it was Dead Batch Report actually. But he's not sure if he completed a pass to a United play in the first hour. <laughs> I and I'm like laughing and thinking, actually, you <laughs> might be spot on there. You like, were hiding so much. I was talking to the guy next to me and saying that he. He seems to look for the opposition players and and just stands next to him. I mean, that is obviously the definition of hiding on a football field. And with Fleck playing so badly as well. I mean, this is why I think Coventry may think of this as a a lost two points almost. Because I don't know if you can put a midfield together that bad at this level, to be honest. Or that ineffective. Because Fleck and Hourrahan... I just yeah, offered nothing. Fleck did a couple of decent runs, in fairness, but he didn't really get anywhere.
0: No, exactly. Uh, he had one of our one of our two shots in the first sixty five yeah. minutes. Flight two <sighs> shots in the first sixty five minutes. Yeah. That's not on target. That is in total. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and then Hurrihan suddenly. I mean, yeah, they make those substitutions, so they a man disappears from midfield. And uh, I don't know, he he came to life, I don't I don't know if it is as simple as just there was an extra, uh, a bit more space for him, but he suddenly yeah. was winning challenges in yeah. the field. Yeah, that,
1: that surprised me more than the actual, oh, I think he's the sort of player, a bit like Norwood, giving the ball, I think he can look good, I think mm. he, he's quite evidently got qualities we've seen in his previous clubs, but... <sighs> Obviously closing him down, and that's where that, that that's where the issues come or whatever. But as you said, like putting tackles in and stuff, which I didn't really see as part of his game to be completely honest. No, uh, and yeah, I thought he ended the
0: game really well. I actually thought he'd scored with. Um, yeah, I did. Uh, I guess you probably yeah from from where I know and where you sit on the cop. Yeah, I thought it was the way that more die for it. Uh, this is like the 20-20 yarder on his left foot. And, yeah, it uh, didn't miss by much actually. having not seen the replay. It's only sort of a, a foot and a bit wide. Um, yeah, so he ended the game really strongly, I thought, but oh dear, I mean, we can't rely on the opposition sacrificing midfield for our own midfield to be somewhere above terrible, to be honest. Yeah, I, I, I was saying at the game,
1: it, it, I dread to think what Fulham will do to this current midfield <laughs> as what we played yesterday, because as I said, commentary, I thought were fairly limited, but they closed down while they were quite aggressive and stuff. If they were any sort of, you know, if they were a, a team like Fulham with the quality of Fulham have, or even Bournemouth, I, I have no idea what how we'd cope with with, with the way Fleck and Fleck's playing and who are having, what he's offered so far. Yeah.
0: I, did uh, How did you feel when Coventry were uh, certainly slowing the game down in the last five minutes or so, taking the time with throw-ins and what have you?
1: I thought they were giving up a trick because we are always likely to concede, but I <laughs> suppose they knew that the momentum of the game had shifted. Mm.
0: I guess so. I, I was, <laughs> this is dreadful. Not what I expected to be at the start of the season, but uh, I, I was quite relieved to see them doing that. I was like, "Yep, fine." I'll, I'll, yeah. Certainly from the first half, I was thinking, "I will definitely take a point out of this," because I just don't see how this team scores. That, that was on the no. pitch at that moment. I mean, it, I've got the eleven in front of me, here and I mean, this has to be like the smallest, weakest, probably slowest team we could possibly have put out.
1: Right. The only one I said to you is Osborne, maybe at left back in terms of size, but he does—he is faster than uh, Stevens, so and probably yeah. more physical as well at this point, to be honest. Yes, yeah, 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 I can go with that. Yeah, maybe Robin, Jack Robinson
0: in. for Ben Davies, maybe, but you know, Davies isn't a no, actually, Yeah, isn't they, a they, Colossus.
1: Davies is not a, a Chris Morgan, is he? <laughs> yeah, um, and
0: and that's exactly how it looked in the first half. You said, you know, you correctly pointed out, Coventry were quite uh, aggressive. They pressed us every time we got the ball. I thought Gibbs-White was complete. This is another reason I don't like going to this back three particularly. I thought Gibbs-White was probably one of his least effective games, I think. You know, he had to keep dropping into... uh, He was just in the middle so often, and I don't know. he, He can do that very
1: effectively, but... Here it's just like a blue wall in front of him and he's twisting yeah, and turning. Yeah, I think people and... realise him and N'Jai are our only threats and obviously N'Jai just didn't have a good game at all really. Nothing came off for him, did it? Yeah. But well, I'm not really sure we play playing <laughs> in a way. No, so. true.
0: And this is where my frustration with Bogle comes in because attack, you know, we've got we've got that safety blanket now. We've got the three defenders behind it. In fact, we've got our three best defenders Maybe you could say George Baldock as well, but not as not as part of a back three as well. But yeah, yeah. The three yeah. best defenders at the club are on the pitch. You don't have to play safe on the wing. Like take a chance, drive at someone. So many times he got the ball like forty yards out on the wing, and he just ends up either waiting to kind of play the you know the the slow one-two with Basham or yeah. Gibbs
1: White or someone. I was thinking just well, that's the thing. He's his asset above Baldock. His Baldock is a better defender, but he's not as good going forward. Bogle. Again, even in this game, got caught out a couple of times, but he's there to offer us something as an attacking threat, almost like a winger. And it looks like a confidence to me. I have to admit, mm. he sort of dilly dallies on the ball. He, 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 I don't know, he's not quick at all, like in his thought process or the way he's sort of you know dribbling or anything like that. He did one really good bit of skill, where I think he crossed it in more it and he yeah. and that was good. And that that was pretty much it from an attacking view. He had a. He had our best opportunity, this is how bad it was, in the first half, he probably had our best opportunity out wide to put a good cross him, mm. and he massively overhit it. And I think that's the only thing—the only time I got off my seat in the first half, actually.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. I don't know how much credit to give to uh, Darbo, the um, the, the left wing. I, I, I thought he was really good. I thought he was as well, but I don't know how much of that is Bogle making him look good and mm. him actually being good. But yeah, I, I thought he was probably, probably their best player, to be honest. Like, yeah, that's how I saw it. Anyway, but yeah, yeah. that's that's so frustrating because I accept with Stevens, that's he's just not going to beat a player now. Like that's that's no. got that those days are long gone. I see, but it seems. But with uh, with Bogle, you know, he came into a a side in a much worse state last season yeah. and yep. was a a complete bright spark. And yeah, where was where is that? And he, I he has to do more. I'm I'm really annoyed about this game. Actually, way more annoyed than I thought I'd be. To be honest, mm. I mean, I met you for a drink afterwards, and was just like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." Yeah, All I said like
1: what you think, and you shrugged. Yeah,
0: well, it was just <laughs> the old partridge shrug. <laughs> it was partridge shrug, but I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about how, how we looked in basic things, I suppose, and yeah, yeah I, I get to an extent, you know, uh, Iucanovic's kind of hand is forced a little bit here because uh, Burger's still not available. Um, I don't know if Norton Davis is is available. I mean, just look at the bench that's yeah, that's his early, well this is
1: it? the thing obviously we it's will we'll turn now. I think the worst results get towards whether Slav is the man or not. We've been I think sort of supportive of him. I think he, I think there are strange things that he's done, and there are as you said, the basics are really, really worrying me. that said. I think I, th- I think you could put any manager in charge of this this squad of players, and, and I'll include Chris Wilder if he came back. And I don't think they get they might get top off. I, d- I don't think changing the manager is going to necessarily make us. keep seem like people rewriting history about Ekinbottom, like oh, the improved under Eckingbottom. We lost <laughs> nine in twelve. We were awful. <laughs> we lost nine in twelve. I think because everyone's saying three five two under Eckingbottom. The three games we won were dead rubbers, like three teams with nothing to play for in front of no fans. Yeah. You know, I, I'm not taking that as a, a, a positive at all. I mean, no, it wasn't Heckingbottom's fault, but I don't, I don't agree that we were any better under Heckingbottom.
0: Yeah, I was. Uh, so yeah, there's not many options there, to be honest, uh, in, in terms of you know what what you could potentially change to uh, have given us a better chance in this game. I was really hoping to see Berger, um, who. Has been training with us now. Yeah, that was that press conference happened after we last recorded, uh, and he posted LFG on his Instagram. So I was thinking he goes off, but it turns out it was uh, LFG down to Sainsbury's to buy a giant teddy bear. Buy yeah,
1: Sainsbury's buying a teddy bear. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, obviously comforting him like, uh, while he's uh, <laughs> while he's injured, still recovering. Yeah, he's a massive specimen, that guy. By the way, He's a is he's a, he's a beautiful looking man. <laughs> he, he
0: certainly is. Yeah, and uh, please be available to play in our midfield very, very soon. Uh, Lise Mousset just vanishes off the face of the earth again. No no word on that.
1: Yeah, I love how that's just like our oh, Moose in here. Is it all right? Yeah, just <laughs> just, like just that had turned up today.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Robinson, you're, you're back on the bench, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that you know, there's... Uh... Two pretty important players—they're just kind of uh, still missing from this. And who knows? Maybe, yeah. you, maybe you drop those in. It, it does get a bit better. But I just—I uh, just comes back to the same thing: of the players that are on the pitch should be doing. The simple things better than they are, yeah. and it's it's pretty painful to watch, to be honest.
1: I actually said about uh, who were having that first half. Um, his greatest asset. is making Norwood look even better. Than yeah. <laughs> he's like all of a does. sudden I was like getting Norwood back in. Everyone hated him a month ago, like myself included, was saying get, get him out as well. So
0: yeah, that's uh, that is the problem, isn't it? He uh, he's he's an automatic. Straight straight back into the team, but that's yeah. not really a good thing. I mean, it's no. it's probably a slight net positive, but it's not a okay. That's going to change us from uh, a team that didn't do that much on Saturday and looked a bit lost to one that's going to you know win the win the next two games against theoretically weaker opponents. But uh, yeah. we'll see. I suppose. Um, I thought McGoldrick. Okay, so we got the full McGoldrick experience coming on at halftime, did, didn't
1: we? We pure McGoldrick this.
0: What was it you made said? It was something like we we only look like scoring when
1: McGoldrick's on, but is it? Yeah, we only look like scoring when McGoldrick's on, Uh but we can't score when McGoldrick's on. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Not the easiest chances in the world, but
1: still. Yeah.
0: To miss the target with yeah. both of them was pretty bad. One was a pullback the, the The
1: one box. where it's coming in from the side, uh, the cross, mm-hmm. I I'll, I'll forgive him a little bit for that. Right behind that, he's going at a pace. I know he's a professional footballer, he's a striker, but it's my goal, isn't it. But yeah. it was going at a bit of pace. I think that would have been a good finish. Um,
0: yeah, def- uh, 100%, yeah. yeah.
1: I think the one where it's bouncing, he has to get that on target. I mean, I'm not expecting a goal because it's, it's a tight angle. Yeah. Mm he's got to at least make more, make a save maybe get a corner out of it or something
0: having watched the replay of that one I think Moore makes a mistake he, he I don't know whether he slips or or what but he's he goes down really early more like which we, which we saw a few times um yeah last yeah. season and the season before with this to be honest yeah. not, to, not to pile on him but just that we've seen it before and I think if McGoldrick even shins it on target, it, it'll loop over him just because of the timing yeah. of the keeper's dive. But it would just yeah. like
1: sort of like it, it would clean through. And then it—it's the way he finishes, isn't it? It's like just comedy. It's not yeah. like he dragged it wide, or it's just like a big, massive blast over the bar, like but mm. with no power as well. Somehow,
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, Hurrihan had that one that went wide. Uh, Gibbs White also put one wide, which is actually from you know Hurrihan ended with. Um, Five chances created, actually, most of any player on the pitch. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think any he of them were set pieces. He a couple of good
1: free kicks as well. Oh, uh, did I he?
0: Thought. Oh, in that, the well, second half. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Okay. In the second half, there were one where he put in... I think it was the one that led to the chance of, yeah, with Gibbs White, where Moore made his save. And hmm. he definitely gets... More sort of whip it causes more issues than normal free kicks. I think just judging by this particular game, they weren't yeah. brilliant by any. But don't get me wrong, it's not like he's not Beckham. But yeah, first one not so good. Yeah, <laughs> I, was yeah, already, oh, yeah. I was already reliving
0: my uh, conversation with you on this last week, where it's like just don't even try crossing from free kicks. It, there is yeah. no point at all with this team. Just play it short and try to do some free yeah. and play. Um yeah, that, that chance you mentioned, that was the kind of last uh, last action of the game. Hurrahan whips it in, it, it comes I back. I love to- how
1: McGoldrick handballed this after an all out fans show, handball! <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> Gibbs-White gets a good strike in inside the box. On his left foot, I think, as well, and uh, mm-hmm. takes a deflection. It's, it is a good save by Moore. At the same time, you probably... If you're Coventry, you're probably pointing fingers if that sneaks past
1: him, I think, aren't you? This is what I think. As some what I've heard people say, oh, why are the goalkeepers always... Ex-goalkeepers have brilliant games against us. And I'm like, it was solid. But if he lets that shot in, that's poor goalkeeping.
0: Indeed. Uh, and then, as you say, uh, Coventry welly away the rebound into McGoldrick's hands. And,
1: uh, I'm yeah. ball.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Well, talking of solid goalkeeper, where it'd be uh, embarrassing if he'd conceded any... Step, My main man. Step up, Big Wes He's in there for the injured Robin Olsen. And he gets his, what is that, two clean sheets in a row for Wes Fodringham?
1: E... Yeah, three, three, three starts this season, two clean sheets. Yeah, I've got that wrong.
0: Eddie. He played against uh, Peterborough as well after the Luton game.
1: Yeah, that's his only two he's let in, I think. E... Oh, no, he played against Huddersfield. He, he played, played against field, Huddersfield. Yeah. Clean sheet against yeah.
0: Luton and uh, and in this one. I don't know if yeah. there's another one as well. I don't think there is, is I, there?
1: I think he, I think he's played
0: for two clean sheets. There we go. Uh, how did you feel about Fodringham's performance?
1: I thought it was sound. I thought it was absolutely. I, I I've seen people like massively overrate it. Like get him in now. He's that's the first choice forever. Uh, Fodringham. I think the the shots that he saved again, like we said, we more you're expecting him to save them. But I was more, I was really sort of happy with how he commanded his area on a couple of occasions, which is not something I've seen from him, to be fair. Um, yeah, came out, came out through bodies and, and claimed the ball, which is something we've not seen from either of the goalkeepers. And uh, yeah, he, I, I, I fully expect him to make a mistake on Tuesday, to be honest. But credit where credit's due, that I, th- I think it was a faultless performance, really.
0: Yeah, that's that's a good way of putting it. Faultless, I think. Um... Yeah, he he did nothing wrong. Everything that he was asked to do, I thought he did to a really good standard, actually. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah, that that, that one, uh, I assume you're referencing in the second... I think it was a free kick from Coventry, wasn't it? And he, he came charging out, and he takes it about 16 yards off his line, something like that. You know, nice, yep. clean catch. Pretty much the exact spot that Preston equalised against us with just a total you know, aimless yep. punt into the box uh, a few months back. I don't remember seeing any of our... 15 million goalkeepers that we've played this season do that no, so no. far so yeah I, yeah, credit where it's due he, uh, he, he did a fine old job back there Slav well,
1: did after the game he will be in the in the goals for the next few matches
0: will really? he? yeah that, mm. well I was going to put this to you what, what's uh, assuming Olsen was fit for the next game I think I you? would
1: play Fodringham yeah because I think it, 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 it not to send out a message or anything but I, he's done nothing wrong and Olsen has so if you just look at it like that if there were any other like, position in the pitch I think he keeps his shirt yeah I think
0: you I think you're right I just I don't know I don't know how I feel I, about it <laughs> I get
1: I get I, I completely get the reservation like I said I, I expect him to make a mistake but I I can't fault him I cannot fault him in, in anything he's done this season to be fair
0: yeah I just uh I, I, I'm not drawing the conclusion and, and I know you're not either um, that like oh look we got a clean sheet. Fodringham is the answering goal. Mm, settle down. This is one of the very few games this season where we actually protected the goalkeeper pretty well. Um, yeah, and yeah, yeah. His, uh, as we kind of said about more, I suppose. If any of the shots, the few shots on target that Coventry had, if any of them had gone in, who boy?
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean you could say that. I did say though, uh, the there were one shot what were almost identical to the one that Olson patted out against Blackburn. Mm. So you know he didn't like I say he did everything that he were he were called upon to do and then a little bit more with a couple of crosses that he took a thought as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, he... it's probably oh, I don't know. I'm really torn on this. Like, I don't know whether it's the right thing to do in terms of like squad building, confidence kind of thing of just like just he deserves. I don't know. I don't know how much I buy into this thing of he deserves a run in the team now. On the back of a game where he didn't really have to do anything. Like, I mean, we
1: just. No, I just think he keeps the keeps the keeps the shirt until he, he makes mistakes like Olsen's mistake made. Mm-hmm. Basically.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
1: I know you don't what like left? what's your beef with League One, <laughs> West? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I, I just don't think he's very good, basically. <laughs> and I'm assuming <laughs> no, I'm assuming Olson yeah. is better. He just hasn't shown it yet, particularly. No, stick with it. Why, why not? I'm, I'm in. Uh, I'm in full. Whatever happens, what what will be will be on Tuesday. I'm, uh, the sound of it, uh,
1: I'm, I'm purely there for a couple more games, so it, it will be anyway. Imagine if he gets injured and the return of Mikey Ferrips. No, <laughs> I don't want to yeah. do that. Now uh, you won't falter,
0: him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, so Simon Moore gets a good hand from the Blades fans. It's good to uh, good to see him back at the lane. When it, and he had a fairly a fairly easy game. I'd say nothing too. He yeah. to exert himself with particularly. Uh, nice to see him. he got. I think it was after his. I think it was after the save off Gibbs White. Actually, right at the end, he got a really, uh, a really good ovation after that, and obviously at full time as well. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about the game, mate? Anything we've missed?
1: Not really. No, to be honest, I don't and, think we've missed anything. But anything um, about
0: Coventry that particularly impressed you?
1: As, as I said, I think they're solid. I think they're a solid side. I think mm. they close down really well. I, I think they'll probably finish about tenth, which is a good season. I know they're up there now, but I think overall that will be a good season for them. Yeah, didn't uh, didn't you say a lot, a lot of their fans that seem to be the expectation as well? Yeah, before the game, like a lot of their fans were saying, they probably just about miss out on the playoffs due to the squad size. And yeah, I've seen I've seen better sides uh, at Bramall Lane this season, uh, for mm. instance, who. I thought Millwall were better, to be honest, but I think they're all a much of a muchness, aren't they, really?
0: Yeah, Derby beating Bournemouth yesterday was a. Uh, yeah.
1: I don't know what word
0: to use to describe they're that. Quite annoying. slap in the face.
1: Yeah. That, it's a terrible league. It's a terrible, quality wise, it's terrible. Whoever goes up in this playoff place, because I imagine Fulham and West Brom will, <laughs> will win it, or Fulham and uh, Bournemouth, or whatever. If one of these other sides, outside of those three, go up, I dread to think what they're going to be like next season. <laughs> yeah, I really I do, say, because it's, it's, it's difficult enough when you're someone like Norwich with a really good championship quality side.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a terrible division. Just, just tell that to uh, Alexandra Mitrovic. Mitrovic is having a right season. He's having a great exactly time. He's got
1: more goals than us. So. <laughs> I mean, that doesn't shock
0: me. He's probably got more goals than most of the... Most teams in the league, I Yeah,
1: that that is true, yeah. Cheap player, isn't it, at this level? That's absolutely
0: insane. Uh, I think we're probably rolling with the back three for a few games now, do you reckon?
1: Mm. Yeah, you can't keep changing it, can you? I mean, I'm not happy with it because we definitely seem to lack a bit more attacking threat. I mean, we've only scored 16 goals out of the last 17, so it's not as if we've been blowing teams away and just conceding loads. But I do think we're creating more chances uh, under the, the... whatever it was, we were playing 4-2-3-1. It's just that we had nothing, you know, we, we couldn't we couldn't win a game or get a point. So I suppose yeah. the positives are clean sheet, 3-5-2, definitely a lot more solid. And I suppose you just hope that the attacking things clips together again. But, yeah, I think it's going to be, got um, three on paper easier games. And I think things are really going to get desperate if we don't get at least four points out of those three. <sighs> I was going to say six, mate. Oof. I think six is. I think you should be asking for six as a mid-table team. But yeah, yeah. I think anything less than four, and I think serious things are going to be started pointing at the manager. I think. Help not me from out. necessarily me or you. Just as you think the the mood of the you know the fans is edging that way. Yeah, help me out here. I'm, I've not looked
0: that far ahead. We've got uh, Reading obviously tomorrow night. Bristol City at the weekend. Is it Cardiff after that? Cardiff. Yeah. Right. And so that that's 18th, 19th. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, like I said, they'll get three wins. Next three, easy. Nine points, we'll be up there. Yeah.
0: Well, the, that is the teams in 18th, 19th, and 20th. Uh, and even... This is what I mean. If
1: we lose points of these, we are going to be going down places. We're going to be That's literally, true. yeah, sort of a couple of places outside the relegation places.
0: Yeah, yippee. Uh, Reading, so add six points. So they'd be 40. Uh, no, they'd be, they'd be 15, so... You know they're not in a they're not in a totally false position in 20th no. you like at the minute so uh yeah you're right it's, it's it's games we need to get some wins from for sure uh and i don't have total confidence that we will unfortunately because i don't know what i don't know what this team is about anymore but I, No. you know no. i don't I, I appreciate the solidity the extra solidity of saturday's lineup but i thought it sacrificed the things i've actually enjoyed about watching us this season. and Yeah, yeah. yeah so, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I'd rather be entertaining and, like, a bit rubbish, if you like, than, yeah, than yeah. boring and maybe slightly less rubbish. If we're going to finish mid-table anyway,
1: then... Uh, but I suppose you need to stop the rot, in the sense I guess. that, I three games without a win, I think that's right. Obviously, oh, scrape past Barnsley, really unconvincingly. So, I think... You probably do have to stop the rot and get enough points. So, if we end up in a relegation battle, that is just absolutely disgraceful, to be honest. It
0: is. Yeah. Since we beat Derby on the 25th of September, so the last two months, lost to Borough, lost to Bournemouth. We beat Stoke, lost to Millwall, scraped past Barnes, as you said, lost to Blackpool, drew with Forest, lost to Blackburn. Apart from Stoke and Coventry, there's not. Oh, and Bournemouth, excuse me. There's only. The rest of those teams have kind of middling to poor, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I might say, it's it's really sort of, you don't know where to go because we keep saying the same thing, but I just think unless you get a new squad, which is not going to happen, it's just going to be a really sort of frustrating period to be a United fan because it's quite evident that these players need moving on, probably for the sake of their own career as well.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean... You'd have to think that Berger and Mousse are not going to be available for Tuesday if they weren't even on the bench for this one. Uh, mm. Norwood is available again, though. Uh, straight in for Hurahan
1: or I would, yeah. I think I'd play maybe Norwood and Hurahan. I don't know if that would work at all, to be honest. Probably no legs at all there, is there? We're um, yeah, so weak, aren't we, in that area? I said before, a joke, I, I'd even it? try Osborne in there just to get it up and down because... I don't see how we can offer less than what Fleck's been offering. That's a very good point, yeah. That is
0: the baseline. Uh, I thought the referee was good. Let me it say was, that.
1: He was, yeah. He was
0: good. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a game that generally flowed pretty well, I thought. Uh, it, it looked like he got the the dive, the um, Hamer of Coventry. Attempted spot on having seen the uh, the replays of that now. I um,
1: yeah, I saw a couple of Coventry fans saying certain penalty like, what? Wow. <laughs> mm,
0: no, I think if he'd fallen down early, earlier, he yeah. might have got it. Yeah. But uh, the fact he didn't and then chucked himself over was a pretty made it pretty easy for the ref. But, yeah, I thought he let the game go pretty well. Most of the yeah. decisions, like yellow cards and stuff, look pretty spot on for both teams. So, yeah,
1: yeah. well
0: done, Mr. Referee. <laughs> I don't actually know. Is that, was it something, Salisbury, Michael Salisbury? Made I up. only
1: remember the ones that are rubbish. Yeah, no. exactly. Well, that's <laughs> it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that is that adage about the referee, in it? Yeah. If you don't notice him, is that a good game? But um, yeah, yeah, he yeah. was
1: good. Uh, man of the match,
0: referee. Yeah. Well, maybe <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed him if this game was moderately more interesting. Very true. Yeah. But very true. It wasn't, uh, and that's nearly forty minutes of chat about it, which is probably thirty minutes more than it deserved. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not. Not good. I, I, I mean, like I said at the top, I'm. You know, I enjoy not losing more than losing. So that's mm. something we were more yep. solid. It was a team that are fourth in the league that have smashed Fulham. You know, they're a, they're a perfectly good Championship team. They commentary. are. They
1: are. A, they're. A deep, they, they're sort of where if we if we were. I'm trying to think here. Like, it, I suppose that the probably this sounds awful considering where they've come from, where we have, but probably the height of our ambitions is to be like Coventry with this current setup. I'd say.
0: Yeah, uh,
1: which yeah, is not. Good. And that, that, again, it's not an insult at Coventry. It's, it's a, it's a compliment to them because they spent nothing compared to us, and they've managed to build a, a decent side with very little money, with all the problems they've had going on and stuff. And yeah, good luck to them because uh, you know they, they sold out as well, decent fans and things like that. And um, yeah, and I just he's quite ta- he's, tells a story that they're is it eleven points in front of us or something like that, and. Yeah, I don't think there were any great shakes in terms of promotion thing, but they were better than us. They are better than us. Yeah,
0: there are so many parts of their game that we're miles off. Like, yeah, just, just organisation
1: and things yeah. like that. Just very normal, basic, closing down, hunting in packs and stuff like that. Simple stuff, but we, we don't do.
0: No, exactly. And that uh, comes back to what I was saying about uh, looking poorly coached, to be honest. But the mm-hmm. players should be better than that as well. They shouldn't need... I don't know, Guardiola or, uh, dare I say, Chris Wilder a couple of years ago to yeah. tell them where to be or when to press And this press is what and- I mean,
1: people will disagree. People have commented on when we've done pods and I've said this before, but I don't think any manager would get this team into a top 10 placing. I really don't. I, I just, I think they're gone. I think they're gone as a, as a unit and I think you could maybe bring someone in, bring Warnock in, for instance, yeah. and he might... Get us boringly to 10th place by being a bit more solid and you know playing for percentages and getting a few big lads in in January for free. But we're not, sort not of going anywhere.
0: I don't want to go down that road. I, <laughs> I
1: know how much you like Warnock, sir. So. Oh, not <laughs> even,
0: not even Warnock. Just uh, <laughs> I don't want to, I, I really don't want to deviate towards short termism, but no. No, 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 At the same time, so when they get a point from these next three games.
1: This is it. It's we semi-... might
0: well see a short termism.
1: Yeah, it's exciting, isn't it?
0: <laughs> I don't want to see it. I don't want to get relegated <laughs> either. But I, I don't think that's going to happen. So we're all good there. But yeah, I mean, it's it's that's that's difficult. I know I'm saying things that haven't happened yet in terms of results and
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. team.
0: You know, we for all the negativity we've had here, we did create the best chances in this game. I mean, yeah. Yeah. massive caveat that it only occurred after Coventry had. Uh, tactically mm. shot themselves in the foot by going. I mean, going for the win. They didn't know it was going to work out that way. I think the, I think it was a defensible changes in terms of getting an extra man up front against uh, mm. you know sacrificing a bit in the middle of the pitch because our midfield is dreadful. But it definitely yeah. backfired. Uh, and yeah, we ended up. You know, we could have nicked it, couldn't we? Ultimately, we had a, we had the best chances of the game, uh, and we're probably sat here slightly more optimistic, I suppose, and going, hey, that was a, a good win against a team in the top six, just like yeah. Stoke and stuff like that. But I don't know. Just the the overall balance of the game uh was was pretty messy and the first 65 minutes was just sleep inducing really. Yeah, yeah. felt like felt like a hangover performance from uh everyone in attendance really.
1: Yeah, so. like a pre-season friendly.
0: It was a little bit yeah. Uh all the all that being said I'm looking forward to uh, my, yeah going aren't
1: you to Reading yeah?
0: I, I am my day uh my day in Reading tomorrow that's going to be enjoyable. Uh and hopefully the football will be at least more interesting and uh maybe a, maybe a better result as well but uh
1: yeah yeah i will be watching live on Sky um Indeed. and I can't got, wait. I've got some great memories of that.
0: <laughs> yeah and then we've got a uh Another fantastic twelve thirty kickoff on Sunday of all all days, which is it's not televised. It's it's apparently because um, Wednesday are at home on the Saturday, and we yeah
1: bizarre this. Why are we having to change our game to a rubbish kickoff time just because Wednesday are at home?
0: So I think we I think Wednesday already moved one of their games to a rubbish kickoff time because we were at home this season. So uh, now it's our yeah, turn.
1: but we should get priority because we're better. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I agree. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Final thing. I'm glad I remembered this. Uh, So, we we said last week, Andy Carroll plays for Reading uh, now. And we're talking about which. Are there any other sort of rubbish players that you would be more worried about than signing for someone else? And uh, Kieran on Twitter said this one. He says, Do you remember Amadou Bakayoko? Who. As it happens, only left Coventry this summer. He was their player until this summer.
1: Whoa that that has saved us two points. Uh, I say, sorry, saved us a point. <laughs> We've got we gained a point because he if he just told me in there, he'd still been there, he have undoubtedly scored.
0: <laughs> so for and I actually didn't remember this guy's name. I just remembered. <laughs> I this, remembered have his... you got the rec- have you got the stats? Because this record is
1: incredible for him.
0: I think this is right. He played for Walsall uh, yeah. during Wilder's first. And second seasons, actually, because we played them in yeah. the EFL Cup or whatever it is, yeah. the League Cup. Yeah. Uh, he for, for, Warsaw, ooh, for Warsaw. Amadou Bakio has scored in four consecutive appearances against Sheffield United. Yeah. And, the, and this was at a point where he only had about five career goals. He yeah, just this, yeah, I think scoring. he got five
1: career goals. And then he scored four against us.
0: <laughs> yeah, in, in separate games, it wasn't like he just went on a spree and got like a hat uh, trick. A he won. Yeah, <laughs> it just uh, yeah. The only goals he scored were against us. So um, yeah, it's a good shout by Kieran. To be fair, if, if you tell me he just uh, he plays for Bolton at the minute, if you told me he'd just been picked up by uh, Bristol yeah. City, for example, I would I would definitely be panicking. But other than that. Andy Carroll's definitely uh, top of the or list. Or Jake he...
1: Cooper, obviously, if he... <laughs> I, think, I think he's
0: good, though. I think he is good, whereas I don't think Yeah, Andy
1: that's Carroll's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we, um, we, should, we should... I don't know why I'm bringing it up, but obviously Chris Wilder got off to a, a 1-1 draw, didn't he? Um, oh, so he did, yeah. And I believe that he played
0: 3-5-2. Oh, that's all happening. Well, yeah, if, so... if he's particularly interested in some players who are theoretically used to playing a 3-5-2, I have some that... Uh,
1: <laughs> we could send there, his uh, way. Uh, um I saw a Middlesbrough Middlesbrough on Twitter saying um some players we could buy uh, who wilder might like Jack Robinson he can play left center off he can like take him take him Yeah come,
0: I I come. can confirm Jack Robinson can play center back
1: Yeah co- that's co- play it, very yeah, well so but he can definitely play
0: that
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he's been play 352 he did play 352 um so uh, you know if he, if it's the if it's the uh, final season version of the 352 when we when the players on New Year's Day, might be one worth staying in bed for. <laughs> yeah,
0: total bore off that could be. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. Carol actually, he, I checked. He, uh, he played about half an hour on Saturday, so uh, expect more of the same tomorrow night. Mm. Bring on the corners yeah. and free kicks. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'm not going to do some uh, live odds checking on here, but I do wonder what. Uh, like Carol, last goal scorer or something is tomorrow night. Well, I'll let you know it's when probably... I put a bet on it.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that was the other thing, wasn't it? Uh, anyone who sort of, uh, I wouldn't say followed our advice because we were just kind of putting the odds out there into the public yes. domain. But...
1: It went up. It was 3-1 to one when we did the podcast. And then Saturday morning, it went to 4-1 to one
0: Coventry <laughs> to win. I think that's uh, well. There you go. We moved. We moved the odds the other way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> how terrible our collective gambling look is. But uh, yeah, didn't you say? Uh, was it Eggy that was frustrated that Coventry couldn't even uh, couldn't even beat us?
1: couldn't even beat you yeah, because they were more, more mad with Coventry than us <laughs> because he did beat us and he had a five-run.
0: <laughs> I imagine a few people did, to be honest. It was still very, very generous odds. But uh, there yeah. we go. Right. Fairly... Uh, oh, no, we talked for much longer than I intended, as always. The story of this podcast, I suppose. Yeah, so yeah. apologies for taking up so much of your time talking about a dreadful game. Um Reading preview is already out as I said at the top it's in the previous episode so skip to about 49 minutes I think it is and uh, and get that there if you're on your way to Reading tomorrow or just uh, watching it on TV uh, what what you got to plug mate Before we finish up
1: I've got the view from Coventry out uh, I thought they were decent to be fair um, and then I'll have the pre-match view from Reading up probably tonight but I, I completely forgot I had to do that so you, <laughs> you just reminded me yeah so I'll probably have that up tonight um, yeah, then we've got Madeley Paul Sykes episode. I think the new one dropping tomorrow, um, cool. which will be the launch of Channel Five as well. Excellent. And obviously, he ran the jungle yesterday. And he got he got voted to do a um, a task, which he failed.
0: <laughs> Mr. Madeley
1: himself. Yes, the ma- Yeah, not Liam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what What was the task? I I've, I don't really watch to He it. had to climb up this tower where they threw things on him to get a key at the top. Uh, against like against Frankie from the Saturdays and Frankie from the Saturdays ever uh, beat him. Oh, to be okay. fair, she's about forty years younger, so Yeah.
0: I was gonna say she's probably like thirty two or something, isn't she? Yeah,
1: like, harsh that on a on a on Maidly, but yeah, so but yeah, I'll yeah. keep an eye on him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Good to know, and yeah, you that was where I got the uh, the breaking news that he was gonna be on. I'm a celebrity, it was on your yeah. very podcast. Yeah, you yeah. you've got your like finger on the pulse of the rumors and everything before it even in you know I know the my mainstream
1: I know my maid, that's all I'll say. No,
0: you really, <laughs> really do. Right, uh, we'll be back on, I think, Thursday morning. We're going to record mm. after Reading, right? Because I'm going to be... Yeah, uh,
1: you'll
0: be there. I'll film it over. <laughs> yeah, I'll be uh, returning from Reading tomorrow. So uh, Not tomorrow, sorry. That would be stupid. Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, so probably no podcast that day and uh, yeah we'll be back on Thursday hopefully uh, in less grumpy angry moods because uh, we'll have had a better performance and a better result hopefully
1: Thanks us well, so, so yeah, um, um,
0: down, yeah. On, Blade, please thank you alright uh, finishing off there so thanks very much mate that is uh, Living With Maidly as your podcast at roysviewfrom.com for all the views at Panchera on Twitter follow me at bladespod Pod. And, uh, yeah, just final word. Thanks to everyone for listening. We'll be back later in the week. And, uh, yeah, thank you as always to yourself, mate.
1: Thanks a lot, mate. Cheers.
0: That's it for this week's episode. So thank you once again very much indeed for downloading and listening to Blazepod. And thank you also to NordVPN, who sponsor this podcast. NordVPN is a service that I use to stay safe online. They encrypt my traffic on both web and mobile, so I never have to worry about unsecure websites, apps, or public Wi-Fi networks when I'm working on the move or trying to keep up with the latest Blades news on my phone. NordVPN also make it really easy for me to switch my virtual location. It takes just one single click. That gives me access to all the streaming platforms that are not available in the UK. If you're an online person, you probably know what I'm talking about. But for example, Netflix overseas, Hulu, HBO documentaries, the kind of stuff that is not available in the UK, you can get access to with just a single click through NordVPN. NordVPN is also fast and secure, costs the equivalent price of just one cup of coffee every month, Uh, for which I get premium cyber security. They also have a special offer for BladesPod listeners, of course. All you need to do is head to nordvpn.com slash BladesPod or use the code BladesPod when you sign up and you will get 73% off your plan plus a bonus gift. It is a limited time offer for this month, so do not wait around. Head to nordvpn.com slash BladesPod today. That's all for this episode. Thanks again for listening. Take care and we'll be back soon.